Hey guys, and welcome back to the Feenstra Zoo. My name is Spencer Feenstra, the host and creator of the zoo. I'm here just to talk to you about things that are on my mind and on my heart. I hope you'll enjoy the show. If you do, please check us out on all social medias at The Feenstra Zoo. Thanks, guys. Hope you enjoy the show. Good morning, people, and welcome back to the Feenster Zoo. My name is Spencer, the creator and host of the Feenster Zoo, and I am so glad that you could join me here for another episode. Real quick, I just want to say go check out all of the great shows over at the Podbelly Network. The link will be in the show notes down below. Also, please share the show on social media this week. Use the hashtag TheFeenstraZoo, and uh, I'll search for them. I'll make sure they get retweeted, and really, it just helps get the Feenster Zoo between more ears. More people can enjoy the show, and it would mean the world to me. And while you're online, please rate and review the show wherever you're listening to it. Again, it just helps get this show in more people's ears. But enough of that housekeeping, let's just get into today's episode. Today, I'm getting back to why I started this podcast in the first place. You see, I care about people having deep, meaningful, and successful relationships. If you know me, you know that I haven't succeeded in all my relationships. <laughs> That's a large understatement. If I had, Shalane and I wouldn't be married. But you see, God had other plans for our lives, and he needed me to learn some hard lessons, like what it means to be used and manipulated, but more importantly, what it really feels like to be loved unconditionally. But after almost nine years of marriage, Luckily, I've learned a few things. The first lesson that I want to share today is marriage is not easy. You see, it takes compromise and sacrifice and completely revealing yourself to another person. However, if you're willing to put in the work and you're willing to submit to your spouse and you're willing to submit to the process... It really does promise great rewards. Seriously, marriage is work. At times, it's really hard work. Especially if you're used to being on your own and relying on yourself for success and only trusting yourself. Revealing yourself can be difficult and Being completely honest and raw with each other is near impossible without a foundation of trust. You can't earn or keep someone's trust without knowing that you're important to each other. And how do we do that? We prioritize our spouse. To give priority means to be regarded as more important or to take precedence over. In priority, your spouse should become, they should come before almost anything and anyone except for God. Now, that doesn't mean you have to be stuck to each other 24-7, but it does mean sacrificing some of your personal time or your social time with your friends to ensure that your partner's needs are met. 
For me, that was cutting down on some video game time to give Shalane some extra time or to play a few extra rounds of cards or just be as simple as being attentive to each other while you're curled up and watching a show. Honestly, my not-so-secret ingredient to making a marriage that lasts a lifetime is take time each day with each other and if needed, do something extra to meet the needs of your partner. See, the second hard lesson that I've learned is that you can fall out of love with someone. And the harder truth is, it's normal for couples to do so. I found C.S. Lewis wrote something very perfect for this. He said, Of course, ceasing to be in love need not mean ceasing to love entirely. Love, in a sense... Love is as distinct from being in love. Let me reread that for you. Love is distinct from being in love. He said, love is not merely a feeling. It is a deep unity maintained by the will and deliberately strengthened by habit, reinforced by the grace both partners ask and receive by God. You see, I absolutely love this line. Love is a deep unity maintained by will and deliberately strengthened by habit. You see, Toby Mac, the the rapper, said, love is a verb. (laughs) It's true. Love is a verb. It's not something you feel. It's something you do. And C.S. Lewis said it. It is a deliberately strengthened habit. My third hard lesson is that there's no such thing as a perfect marriage. Simply because it is a unity between two imperfect people. God is the only one who is perfect. And having him as the core of your marriage guarantees that at least a slice of perfection in all the imperfect circumstances that are around you. This was a particularly hard lesson for me. You see, after being engaged with my ex, I had this delusional fantasy that after saying I do, all of our problems were going to vanish. As if the marriage certificate was some magic paper fairy just going to bippity-boppity-boo my way through life, I guess. But, like I said, marriage is hard. There's no secret formula. There's no magic. There's no cheat codes. It's work. It's getting up every morning and choosing to love my wife. It's choosing to put her first. It's choosing that her needs will come before my own. Not in a dehumanizing way or a belittling myself way, but in humility and knowing that Shalane will do the same for me. Also remember that humility is not thinking less of yourself, but thinking of yourself less. I don't have to put myself down to make 
other people seem taller. When I stand tall and stand firm, I can pick people up and put them above myself. I'm not thinking any less of myself. I know I'm valuable. I know my worth. But I put others before myself. That's humility. That's what it means to put your wife first. You see, it is so important to prioritize my spouse, to meet her needs, to, sp- to speak to your spouse, to treat them in the way that they need Use their love languages. Join them in the things that they like. Create these millions and millions of little connecting points that only the two of you share. Become inseparable. Make those inside jokes. The little looks that you shoot across to each other from across the room. The subtle signals that you just know but you can't explain them. You can't explain just how you even found them, but you know what these looks mean without ever asking the question. When you put your partner before yourself and you have God as the center of your marriage, there will be no hardship you can't overcome. No difficulty too great. So long as you're together, it will always be us versus the world and friends that's always enough you see it's so important so important to make sure that your your partner's needs are taken care of when they come home from work and maybe you got there before them so you have dinner ready or for Shalane and I it's when I can sneak into the kitchen after dinner and do those dishes before she gets to them giving her that little extra time in the evening to do a little extra reading or just to put her feet up because the world knows that she works way harder than I do. You can create these little moments, these little pockets, these little pieces of a day that you can capitalize on. These Little pieces of the day, like I said, after supper, when I can just sit with Shalane. You know, I could go and be playing on my phone, or I could be taking some personal time, or I could be doing whatever. I could be playing with my kids. These are all good things. There's nothing wrong with these things. But I know that Shalane needs a little extra time. I know she needs a little decompression time. If I can make these happen for her, if I can put her needs before my own, it's going to be another connecting point between Shalane and I. It's going to be that little something special that makes us love each other just a little bit more today. Let me go back to something that I I started off earlier in the podcast here. I said I need to wake up and choose to love my spouse. Now, what did I mean by that? Like I said, love is a verb. It's an action. It's a choice you can make every day. 
When I wake up, the first thing I do every day is I take five seconds, five minutes, whatever, and just pray. I pray the armor of God over my wife. I pray that my family is protected. I pray that I can show everyone, but especially my wife, that I can live a little different as a believer, as a follower of God. But the first thing I do is I thank God for my wife. I choose every morning to actively love my spouse. It's a choice you can make, and I'm not saying that you have to do the same things I do. I'm certainly not a perfect person. I'm not someone that you should be emulating to be or anything like that. I'm just an average guy. But this, if you don't do it, if you don't make the conscious choice to love your partner every day, like I said, it's the first thing I do every morning is I pray and I thank God that I get to be married to this woman. I guarantee if you do this, it will radically change how you even talk to your partner through the day. If you want to see your marriage flip, or maybe you're not married, but you're long-term or you're connected or whatever, however you have chosen to frame your relationship, if you wake up and the first thing you do is thank God that I get to be with this person, you'll start to think your brain will shift, your cognitive process will shift that you go, I wonder how I can show this person I love them today. How can I creatively show this person I love them? Maybe it's as simple as, you know, maybe I will make their lunch today and I'm going to leave them a little note. Just a quick, hey, you're killing it. I love you. You're a rock star, whatever. Put a little note in their lunch kit a nice surprise for halfway through the day. That's going to change them for the day. That's going to change their attitude for the day, and they're going to come home and be like, wow, that was cool, well played. And if they're anything like Shalane and I, they're going to try and outdo you the next day because we're competitive like that. But I promise, I promise you, that if you start doing this, you start thanking God every morning that you get the opportunity to love on this person today. You, Your whole relationship will benefit from it. You're going to start doing little things, and you're not going to remember where they came from, but you're going to start doing little things to try and creatively love on that person every day. This is part of the work that goes into a relationship. Because these things, relationships, they don't just happen. They're not some random coincidence that just happened to fall into place. Long-term relationships, someone's putting in work. I got the chance to talk to a couple over this past week who have been married for 55 years. These things don't just happen. 
This wasn't while I came home from the club the other day, and uh, she was at my kitchen table, and she just hasn't left. No, 55 years, you know these people have put in work. They have spent the time, they've shed some tears, they've yelled at each other, I guarantee it. But it's work worthwhile. Put your partner first. Speak in their love languages. For Shalane and I, we're lucky. Our love languages line up pretty, pretty good. We both need physical touch. We both need time spent. We both need words of affirmation. A little note in the lunchbox that says, you're a rock star, keep killing it. I'm going to share a story with you. Shalane put a note in my lunch kit six months ago. I was having a particularly hard day. And she wrote me a note and I didn't know about it. She tucked it in the top of my lunch kit. And it said, Babe, you're amazing. Every day spent with you is worthwhile. The girls and I are so lucky to have you in our lives. I tell you, I damn near cried. I was sitting at my desk and I opened my lunch kit for a snack and I saw that and I almost cried because I was having a rough day. But it meant so much to me. That note is literally framed on my desk at work. And when I'm having a rough day, I can look at that and it just says, hey, you're amazing. We're lucky to have you in our lives. Thank you. It radically changed my day, but six months later, that note is still making me have better days constantly. Because Shalane took two seconds out of her morning to do something creative and special for me. She put my needs first, knowing that I need words of affirmation, and it changed my day almost every day for six months now. For the 35 seconds it took to write a note. You don't know, or maybe you do, I hope you do, you know that 15 seconds of putting your spouse first can change their whole day. If you can pull it off, if you can pull off something creative and cool and loving before breakfast, I guarantee that's the best day of your partner's whole week. Guys, put your partner first, knowing that they are doing the same for you. Shoot, your whole life is different. Learn to creatively love on them. Learn to choose them first. Guys, your whole world is about to get rocked. And you know what, with that, that's where I'm going to leave this episode. Put them first. Love on them creatively. Prioritize your relationship in your life. Don't let it take the back burner. These things don't just happen.
Guys, I love you. Thank you for spending time with me today. I know your time is incredibly valuable. And as I said at the beginning of the show, please take a little bit more time for me. Share the zoo on social media. Rate and review the show wherever you're listening to it. Use, use the hashtag TheFeenstraZoo. It means the world to me. It helps get more people listening to the zoo. But that is enough for me this week, zookeepers. I hope you have a great week. God bless.